Hi, chatters. Welcome to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. I'm Kathy, and this is my daughter. Ella. How are you today, Ella? I'm doing pretty good. I am, I think I'm getting a little bit sick. I know, you've got a runny nose. Yeah, because it's just like kind of annoying because I was sick like two weeks ago mm-hmm. for like a week, and then I finally got over it, and now I'm like getting sick again. I kind of feel like you three, your brother, yourself, your dad, take turns getting sick. Yes. And I just sit here. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's got to be my athletic greens, I'm telling you. They uh-huh. keep me so healthy. Or maybe you didn't get your tonsils removed like I did. True, I didn't. Um, go ahead and eat your cheese in the <laughs> middle of the podcast. I'm sure everyone wants to hear that. <laughs> it's um, ASMR. Yeah, it is. Uh... Before we get started with our happies and our rappies, I want to do a little edit from last week's episode. Okay. Um, I know I kind of fumbled through talking about that there was a civil rights activist in the um, movie and probably in the book um, mm-hmm. of The Help that was murdered. And I was like, oh, now I'm embarrassed. I forgot his name. Well, his name was Medgar Evers. And And he's a real person. He's a real person. Yep, yep, yep. And he, um, it is a little embarrassing that I don't know about him, but it's also not my fault because it's like white men that write the school curriculum. So they just didn't find him important for whatever reason. Um, And he was the NAACP's first field officer in Mississippi, which is where the help takes place. Um, He returned from World War II. So he fought for our country and then was turned away from voting at gunpoint. And that sort of clicked for him that it's like, wow, you can fight for your country, but you don't get equal rights. Mm -hmm. So that was like a turning point for him. Yeah. And um, he decided to go to law school, but he was rejected from the University of Mississippi Law School because he was black, which was also a turning point Uh. for him. I know led him to fight for desegregation because remember in that time there was a lot of desegregation um eventually that law school was desegregated by uh 1962 Uh um but it was in 1955 that he spoke out after the lynching of emmett till that's a pretty well-known case of a young black boy that was killed Yeah. yeah um and so when he spoke out ag- against the lynching, white supremacists kind of got him on their radar. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being shot in his driveway while he was carrying T-shirts that said, Jim Crow must go. Um, just a few hours after the president at the time, uh, JFK, gave a speech on supporting civil rights. So I thought, what a horrible story. Uh-huh. And um, just another case of things you don't learn in school, or at least I wasn't taught in my school, that was swept under the rug. Who was he shot by? White supremacists. I, I don't know the name of his murderers, but um, but that's okay. They don't deserve any. Hey, did you just burp? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm also drinking my Gatorade. Yeah, gotta you get are. those electrolytes. Yeah, you gotta get those electrolytes and the, the fluid. Mm-hmm. When your brother was sick like five minutes ago, I kept pushing fluids on him. So, um, I also wanted to note, since it is still Black History Month, 
mm-hmm. that I've been really impressed by a lot of companies that are promoting Black History Month, um, like Bath and Body Works, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were spotlighting Michael R. Carby, who's a perfumer, 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 mm-hmm. whatever, a guy who makes perfume, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> who created fragrances for them. And they also support the African Chemical Society. Uh, What's that? I'm sure it's a it's a society <laughs> of like black chemists. Okay. I didn't really dive into Digging. what it was, but that's what I assume it is. Uh, Total Wine has also been highlighting black owned businesses like Black Girl Magic Wine and Wellington Creek Bourbon, and then even Lily Pulitzer, mm-hmm. one of my faves. Uh, partnered with prettybrowngirl.com. I wonder if Lululemon has anything. Oh, very good question. Lululemon. Come on, Lululemon, get on board. They haven't, like, put out any emails that I've noticed saying, like, and I get all their emails, um, you know, we are partnering with this black designer or whatever. I they remember... Do, they do, well, I've seen, like, a lot, which I don't even know if this counts, but they have, like, a bunch of ethnicities for their modeling. That's good. And weights, yeah. And different, too. like, sizes. Like, I've seen, like, a bunch of different, like, from skinny to, like, bigger people. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's And, like, from black to white to Asian to different colored skin where it's, like, you're, like, white and then also black. Oh, I oh. I forgot what that's um, called. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, like, vitiligo. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really good about that, but I don't know, like, if they did anything specifically for black history yeah i don't know i can't say yes or no to that i didn't notice anything but i don't read all the emails um and i do know athleta i don't know if athleta did anything for black history month but i know they have partnered with alicia keys in the past Mm. yeah um so that doesn't really count why she's black but that doesn't count as doing stuff for black history month I know, but anytime you spotlight someone who's of color doing amazing things in a job or business, I think it's yeah. helpful. Um, so, do you have your happies and crappies all lined up? Kinda. All right, hit me, girl. So, obviously, the crappy is that I'm sick. I know, I'm again. sorry, I'm sorry. But then my happy is that um, I finished all my ballet recitals. Yes, you did it five times. Six times. Oh, six times. Jeez. Six recitals. It was Tangled the Ballet. Mm -hmm. It was really fun to be a part of. It was just a lot. Yeah. And we've been practicing it for, like, a lot of months. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that we're relieved that it's over. Yeah. Um, um, Another happy is that, well, it's actually kind of an in-betweeny. My next show, Into the Woods, is coming up pretty soon. I know, it really is. But it's like, I'm happy because, like, I'm excited for it, but I'm also, like, a little bit, like, crappy because <laughs> I have to start, like, actually remember- like remembering to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's always, like, one project after another. Delve into the next mm-hmm. one, though. I know, you're a busy girl. And I also, I don't know if by the last time we filmed, I don't think so, but um, I finished another one of my theater things. Um, it was a one-act play that I did oh, with my right. school. Oh, Yes, yes, yes. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd finished that by the last time that we filmed. But you recorded the podcast? Yeah. Gotcha. It was really, mm-hmm. like, a <laughs> recorded podcast. And it was, like, just a really, like, fun show. It was fun. It was a little bit weird. <laughs> cool. But it was fun. 
Yeah, it was kind of cool that you got to see another school perform, yeah. too, and, and kind of... Yeah, I thought it was the, cool to kind of see another school's, like, theater department. And the judges gave us, like, they were judges, and they gave us notes, and it was just really cool, because, like, me and my partner for, like, one of our duet scenes, we got, like, really good notes on it. Oh, I love that. I love, like, adjudicators. I think that's so helpful. Uh-huh. I wonder if they do that when a play is first starting on Broadway or something, like, have someone do a sneak peek or 10, you know, mm-hmm. and just give notes. Like, mm-hmm. this could have been better. This, I bet they do. I never really thought about that. But before you present it to the world, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I realized after we finished our recording last time, I had never given my crappy. Mm. I just talked about my happies, which is nice. But um, my crappy, I'm going to steal my crappy from last time, which is that I have been feeling like melancholy lately about the fact that in a few short months you're going to high school and your little itty bitty baby brother is going into middle school so me as a mom I'm going to be done with elementary school forever and ever amen and I'm just getting kind of sad about it I'm kind of thinking like wow I just have five more summers with you and then you're off it's kind of a long time. It's, it's, there's a lot I want to cram in, though. You know what I mean? When we're trying to figure out our summers, because it's, it's February, it's time to figure out our summer schedule and stuff, and I just feel, like, melancholy that we got to do these trips. We got to do this. It's okay, Mom. <laughs> and trust me, I don't think our summers are going to be done after I go to college. We'll probably, like, still, I'll probably come to your house every summer I mean I hope so but I, I also know that you make make other choices you know you might find a job somewhere cool over the summer or do a nice trip with friends or I don't know take classes <laughs> you just never know so I have been feeling a little melancholy about that so that's my crappy stop picking at you sorry sorry I am a bad picker okay then what about your happies um well I did get to go see I feel like my happies are always theater related but I got to see Pretty Woman the musical yesterday okay. and I was fangirling I already told you this but <laughs> the guy who played the main guy who was Richard Gere in the movie yeah was the original Roger from Rent from like the 90s on Broadway and he still sounded exactly the same this like rock and roll voice and I just really really loved it you and I had recently watched the movie so it was pretty interesting to see some of the lines they took verbatim from the movie. Um, like word for word? Yeah, that's what verbatim means. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. That was fun. I was sorry you couldn't see that one because you were balleting it up all day. So seeing my ballet wasn't a happy? Oh, for sure seeing your ballet was a happy. I really enjoyed that. You did a great job. I thought it was really cool that the high school included the middle schoolers in on that. It was, that was great. And I'm like, wowed that there's that many talented dancers in our community, mm-hmm. you know? Holy cow. Um, Ella, Lent just began. Mm-hmm. And are you doing anything for Lent? <laughs> well, I'm trying to, but it's not. I'm not doing the best. W- what were you trying to do? I tried to give up sugar. That was mine. I'm giving up sugar. But I'm drinking a Gatorade right now. Yeah, you are drinking a Gatorade. You know, your brother told me he was going to give up soda. 
And the funny thing is he doesn't drink like a ton of soda, but again, as we've stated, he just got sick. So the other day he's like, can I have a ginger ale? And I'm like, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, his stomach was upset. And I was like, that's probably a good idea, but that's technically soda. I don't think Gatorade's technically soda, but it does have sugar. Yeah, You're sugar, right. I know. But I'm just trying to drink it for like, and it says a thirst quencher. <laughs> well, I also gave up sugar for Lent. And, and I drink hot cocoa. I haven't been doing perfectly either. I had some Ritz crackers the other day, and then I turned the bag around to read, and I saw high fructose corn syrup. And I'm like, that's <laughs> sugar. Um, I feel like there was something else that I ate that I was like, oops, that had sugar in it. But I'm trying, and I'm doing better than I normally do in my life where yeah. I will. Oh, I, it was pretzels. I didn't even know pretzels had sugar they in them. Do. The ones I bought did. I was well, like, whoops. Like, it's like... The little things of sugar that I'm, like, not eating, it makes a bigger difference. Because, like, after dinner, it's, like, I'll just keep snacking on, yes. like, stuff. Or, like, ice cream or cupcakes or cookies. There's always something at our house to snack I on. I know. So now I'm, like, doing better. Like, I'll just eat dinner and then be done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm still doing well overall. And I haven't really been having alcohol. And I'm just... I was going to do the old ad something for Lent. Like last year, remember I did the You Can Run on Peloton. That was like mm-hmm. an eight-week learning to run. Um, I was going to do that again, but I kind of got discouraged because I was going to do the strength training one on Peloton, and my friend said it was beating her up <laughs> because it's, the strength training things are long, like 50 minutes. I don't want to lift weights for 50 minutes. That's too long. Um <sighs> And then dad sent us a really good thing that I liked. I don't remember it verbatim, but it was like things to give up for Lent. And it was like negativity. Gossiping. Gossiping. What else was on there? I don't know. But I thought that was a good, a good thing too. Like um, complaining. It was, it was a list of just behaviors. Yeah. And I thought that was good. And dad said he's going to try to give up some negativity. So I thought that was cool. All right, moving on, we were inspired to do this podcast about Judaism. What is Judaism? Like, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, like, the process. The process? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's like... It's it's a religion, right? It's so Jewish, right? Right, right, yeah. It's, oh, um, I thought you meant, like, the one where it's, like, the process of, like, never mind, we'll get to it later. Okay, it's, it's, um, the oldest monotheistic, do you know what that word is? Mm. It means one God. Mm. Religion. I knew polytheistic is the belief in many gods. Like the Greeks have, yeah. like, yeah. because I'm learning about that in history. Oh, you are? What, what are you studying? I don't know, it's, like, a bunch <laughs> of different, no, it's, like, a bunch of different, like, tribes, like. Oh, tri- okay. Um. Ancient China, mm-hmm. ancient Greek, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cool. Um, and it is over 4,000 years old, which I thought was very interesting. It's, a, it's an old religion. Um, and why were we inspired to talk about this? Um, because we just watched Failure on the Roof. Yes! And it was so good. It was so good. I hadn't seen it in like 30 years, no kidding. I think the last time I saw it, it was a high school production. Which was also good. I'd never seen it. Um, but you had heard of a lot of the songs, right? Mm-hmm. Weren't you like, oh my gosh, I know If I Were a Rich Man or Sunrise yeah, Sunset. Yeah, because like, when I've been to JTF, yes, the... they like performed it there. Yes. And it was super good. Yes. And then like 
I knew some of the songs from it mm-hmm. because, well, actually, the only one that they did there was Tradition, Tradition. which is, like, yep. the biggest song. Mm-hmm. But then I've heard you sing, If I Was a Rich Yeah, Man. Well, and Gwen Stefani, you, you remember that she had sampled yeah. that. I was like, oh, yeah. And then um, I also knew Matchmaker. Yes. But then that's kind of it. Yeah, but, I mean, there's, there's but a they handful. Were, the other songs were really, really good. I was so impressed. It was so good. And we were just sort of talking and it made us realize, gosh, we did a whole podcast on Christianity after we saw Jesus Christ, (laughs) superstar. Uh, Let's do a podcast on Judaism. They both have really good music. Jesus Christ, superstar, and not Judaism. Fiddle on the roof. Totally. I agree with you. So um, tell us a brief, brief synopsis of Fiddler on the Roof. So there's like... A wife mm-hmm. and a husband mm-hmm. with like five daughters or something. Yep. I think that's right. Yep. And there's a matchmaker, mm-hmm. which like in their religion, it's like the matchmaker has to be the one to like make their match mm-hmm. and then they have to get married, like whether they like it or not. Would you ever like to be matched like that? Mm-mm. That's not uncommon. There are I know, like I've heard about it a lot. Indians and other but cultures that do that. No. No. That'd be horrible. <laughs> I agree, but you do hear about it working out where... Yeah. And you know that one song where she's like, after 25 years, of course I love you? Yeah. I think that's what happens. You kind of just grow to love the person, even though you didn't choose him. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean, like, it'd kind of be forced. Yeah. No, it, it exactly is no, forced. No, it is forced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I would not like that. But anyway, so... So basically, like... Then one of the daughters falls in love with a boy, mm-hmm. and they just basically just get married. Without the matchmaker. Without the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And, like, the dad's like, fine, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, like, and then he, like, comes up with these really weird reasons that the mom will agree. Yeah. Like, saying that, like, he had a nightmare. Yeah. Saying that, like, her grand- great-grandmother that's dead said to marry her, ma- marry that guy, so they married. And then... The second daughter, like, second oldest, was about to get matched up, but then she fell in love with someone that's not in the same religion as her. No. Or the one that was, like, didn't you... The last daughter fell in love with someone who wasn't the same religion. The middle daughter fell in love with someone who was the same religion, but he was a revolutionary, so so he wasn't very traditional. Yeah, he was, like, went against it and would rebel, and then, like, he went to, like, a different country to like help save the world so then she went with him mm-hmm. and then the third daughter fell in love with someone that was a different religion mm-hmm. that was against judaism i don't think he was i thought it was no like, i think the father basically kept having to lower his bar first he was like oh you're not going to use a matchmaker and then he was like oh you're not going to marry, like, a traditional Jewish guy? And then he was like, ugh, you're not even going to marry a Jewish guy? I don't think it was ever that the per- people they were oh, picking yeah, were bad was. people. No. Um, it was just that he was very traditional. That's why there's that whole yeah. song about tradition. Um, and his wife was very traditional. And they uh-huh. thought because they had been put together by a matchmaker and it all worked out that that's how it should be forever and ever. Yeah. You know? And, and then some, it, like, yeah. Basically, like, the whole plot is just them breaking the tradition. Right. And then, at the end, they get invaded. Right. By Russia. 
which the thing that confused me is I actually was whispering to you, I think this is like the start of the Holocaust, but it wasn't. So It wasn't? No. Oh. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's not related, but it was earlier than the Holocaust. So what year was that? Mm. 1905. Right, and they were... That's... Okay, wait, never mind. That's like a little bit over 100 years ago. Yeah. Not even. Oh, yeah, it's like 120 years ago. I mean, almost 120 years ago, whatever. Yeah, that's not even that long ago. And they were in the Ukraine, which at that time was part of Russia. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, um, but who, what what was the czar? Because they kept talking about the czar. The czar? Let me Mm -hmm. flip up my notes. Mm -hmm. The czar was an emperor of a monarch, like, oh, or, no, sorry, an emperor or a monarch mm-hmm. of Russia. Yeah. And it was actually before the year 1917. Yeah, because eventually yeah, they, they overturned the czar, uh-huh. but this was before he was overturned. So who was the czar in 1905? Emperor Nicholas II. Yep. And I think a lot of people learn about Nicholas II in history class, and I think you will too. Yeah, because I was going to say I haven't yet. Okay, I think you will. Um, and he was into Russification. What is Russification? It's basically where, like, people from different religion- religions or, like, non-Russians... Yeah, non-Russians, um, yeah. ...are forced to give up their culture for Russian culture. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. So, so that would be like if Canada came and took over the United States and it was like, well, now you have to... Be Canada. Be Canadian. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Um, and so they were trying to basically get rid of the Jewish traditions and culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's anti-Semitism? It's um, a prejudice against Jewish people. Yeah. So that's basically like they're against them. Do you think there are still people that are anti-Semitic? Yeah. Yeah. I never understood. There definitely are. It's so hard for me to understand and wrap my head around that um, because you're against someone of a different religion. Like, it just seems so opposite of what God would have said. I know. (laughs) Um, And so I also had you look up what are the um, protocols of elders of Zion? Because it's a little bit interesting that this is a text that has lasted a long time what is it um it's a book against judaism jewish people jewish people yeah also mom Mm -hmm. i'm not i don't even know well the more i'm thinking about it when i like read like a little bit of like the beginner bible Mm -hmm. there was like this one thing where like there was this one person that like didn't believe in god and then like god came after him to make him believe in him and then he believed (laughs) well there's a lot of biblical stories that are like that I think <laughs> so he's kind of like um what's what's the word anti not believe in me oh well when you don't believe in God it's called atheist atheist mm-hmm. he was kind of like well in that thing he was like believe in me God said that <laughs> I'm not sure what story you're referring to but that yeah me neither I can't remember <laughs> So the so back to the um, protocols of elders of Zion, what what was that? I just said it. Yeah, but was it was, it... was it true? No. No, it was made up, right? And even though it was this made up text of 
all the horrible things that Jewish people supposedly did, people are still relying on it today, mm-hmm. which is scary to me. Yeah. And it was written over 100 years ago. And it, like, spreads hate for no reason. Right. I guess for power and control would be the reason. But that's, like, a stupid reason. Oh, completely. And it's almost, like, baffling that people would still look to it at, after it's been proven inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had you do a little research, because they mentioned this at the end of Fiddler on the Roof. They said, you know, our hearts are with Ukraine now more than ever. Mm-hmm. What is happening in Ukraine today? Um, the Ukrainian war, mm-hmm. which has been happening for like a year now. Yes, we just had the one year anniversary. Yep. I know. And um, it's where Russia, like it began because Russia invaded Ukraine um, for the reason that they wanted to be, they, they wanted to be the most powerful and take control of Ukraine mm-hmm. so that Ukraine would become a part of Russia again. Because weren't they, like, a part of Russia yeah. before, and then... Then they got their independence. But, like, Ukraine's fighting against it because, obviously, they wouldn't want to lose their culture and, like, their country. And they don't want uh, Russification to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and I don't think the Russians anticipated that the Ukrainians were going to fight back the way mm-hmm. they have. So it's been interesting <sighs> and heartbreaking, but related to Fiddler on the Roof. You know, and that these people are being forced out of their homes yeah. and being ostracized for who they are, which is just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a little more research into the culture on history.com. Um, one of the things that makes uh, Judaism a little different is that they mostly believe that their Messiah hasn't come. Remember in Christianity, Jesus was their Messiah. Mm-hmm. they kind of believe theirs hasn't come yet. And there are about 14 million Jews. Oh. Wait, with, so they believe their Messiah is still, like, waiting still, to come? Still coming to them, yep. Mm. Um, like, which, to come down to earth? To come down to earth, <laughs> yeah. And 14 million Jews is only 0.2% of the population. Is that tiny? Is that shocking? Whoa. I know. What? That sounds too small. It sounds too small to me, too. And the funny thing is, your dad and I happened to watch a movie on Netflix last weekend called Those People, and it is about a Jewish guy who falls in love with a black girl, so very timely. Yeah. Um, And the mom mentions that in the movie. She says, we're only like 0.2% of the population. I'm thinking, that can't be right. It is. (laughs) Well, is 14 million people 0.2% of the world? Yeah, because there's like 8 billion people. I know. I know. How? I, I don't know, but that blew me away that that's such a small... I wonder how many Christians there are. <laughs> probably like a billion. We probably even said it in our Christianity podcast yeah. and we don't remember. <laughs> um, so the Old Testament from Christianity is the same as... Ooh, I was going to look up how to pronounce this and I don't know. Tanakh? You can, people can tell me if I'm pronouncing <laughs> that right. And the Torah are the first five books of the Tanakh. Um, All the Jewish people are descendants of Abraham. And so he's also in Christianity. Abraham Lincoln? No! (laughs) This was way, way, way before Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was in the 1800s. We're talking of all this is like 4,000 years ago. Oh. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, The first temple was built in Jerusalem. Oh, struggling here me too jerusalem which was a thousand years before christ 
Okay? So this is way older. Um, Shabbat is a day of rest, and it's from sunset Friday to the evening on Saturday. So that's a little different than Christianity because they... So do you sleep the whole day? Well, no. <laughs> that would be funny, though. <laughs> it's, it's, it just means you're not supposed to work. Oh. Some people take it so far as to say you're not supposed to use electricity. Um, you're supposed to, like, go to the synagogue or read from the Torah. But it's interesting that it's Saturday instead of Sunday. Cause the Christ- synagogue, the church? Yes, it's their their place of worship. Um, Sorry, I cut you off. No, that's okay. Is just- Christian what? Oh, because Christians tend to have their day of rest on Sunday, right? They tend to oh, go yeah. to church on Sunday and try to have family time on Sunday. And um, Jewish people tend to do that on Saturday. I just thought that was like a little interesting difference. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been persecuted many, many times throughout history just for their religious beliefs. So, so strange. Like even mm-hmm. before they were Christians, they were persecuted by like the Romans. And That's so weird. It is so weird. Um, Passover, which is coming up because it's usually around Easter-ish, so yeah. springtime is Passover, that's when the Jews celebrate freedom from the Egyptian slavery, mm. and it's called Passover because God passed over Jewish houses and saved the children during an Egyptian plague, Whoa. which was nice of him, Yep. so they didn't get the plague. Rosh Hashanah, have you heard of Rosh Hashanah? I've heard of the day Rosh Hashanah. Well, yeah, it's um, it's a time of year in like September or October. It's like a fall, oh yeah, um, holiday, and it's the Jewish New Year, like birth of the universe is what they call it. Oh, dang! And then I'm sure you've heard of Hanukkah. Yep. And Hanukkah is in the winter time. Mm-hmm. It's the festival of lights. It's about eight days, and it represents the Jewish revolt against the Syrian Greek. So they just have all these long-term... Holidays. Well, holidays and traditions and history. Tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Tradition. Um, and I think it's interesting that we don't learn more about that. You are not going to learn any of this next year because you are going to a Catholic <laughs> high school. <laughs> so it's well, good. Maybe I will. You think they're going to teach you it's about... It's a theology class. They might teach me about every religion. That would be ideal. But I would be willing to put money on them not teaching about every religion. I, if you could take a theology class where they taught you about every religion, I would be so, so happy. I think that would be very important and very interesting. Because I think understanding each other's beliefs and backgrounds is the key to peace. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I But I'd be willing to place money on you not learning anything about Catholicism. Well, I'm not placing money, but I think I will. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well, that's really all the information I have today. How about you? Do you have any more information? Yep. What do you have? You can find us. (laughs) You're always so abrupt at the end. You can find us on Spotify. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Yes. And wherever you listen. Okay. That's it? Oh, well, no. What? We also have social media. Okay, what do you got? You can find us at Chats with My Daughter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. Correct. All right, we'll say goodbye, Ella. Bye. Bye.